Hi, my name is Madison Renner. I'm in period two of U.S. history. Today, I'm going to be discussing unit one, um, my first segment. And my first question is going to be, what were some of the issues the colonists had with Britain that led to the American Revolution? And my thoughts are that the French and Indian War debt influenced the British policies over the next decade to attempt to evaluate money by reforming colonial administration and enforcing tax laws like the Sugar Act, the Stamped Act, the Townshed Act, the Boston Massacre Tea Act, and the Intolerable Act and placing troops in the United States that led directly to conflict with the colonists, and this is what led to the American Revolution. The second question we are going to be talking about is how did the colonists resist the British oppression? What were examples that occurred? And my ideas are Britain also needed a lot of money to pay for their war debts. And the king and the parliament believed that they had the right to tax the colonists. And the colonists protested saying these taxes were invalid of their rights. As British citizens, the colonists started to resist by boycotting and not buying British goods. The third question we're going to be talking about in segment one is what was the significance of the Declaration of Independence? The Declaration of Independence was important <clears throat> part of American hit democracy because it was one of the first contains the first that contains ideal and goals of our nation. Second, it contained the complaint of the colonists against the British king. And third, it contained arguments of the colonists used to explain why they wanted to be free of the British rule. Furthermore, we're moving on to segment two. Question one, what was the United States' first constitution and what were some of its weaknesses? My thoughts are, the Articles of Confederation were weak to enforce their laws and therefore had no power. The Continental Congress had borrowed money to fight the Revolutionary War. They could not repay their debts. No taxing power. The Confederation the government could not require the states to pay taxes. Jealousy and arguing among the states and foreign affairs and shambles, tax wars, and inflammation. Question two, which amendment to the Constitution was most important and why? The 13th Amendment was most important because it was the first of three reconstructional amendments that were adopted immediately following the Civil War as it freed slaves in areas outside of Union control, but changed the conflict of the war from a reunification 
of the states to a war whose objective included destruction of slavery, Lincoln believed that reconstructional amendment was necessary to ensure the end of slavery. The third question we're going to be talking about is how was the U.S. federal government structured under the Constitution? Explain the three branches and their jobs. The federal government was composed of three district branches, legislative, executive, and judicial. Those powers were vested by the U.S. Constitution and the Congress. Legislative makes the laws. Executive carries out the laws and judicial evaluates the laws. Moving on to segment three. Some of the questions are... What were some issues and events that led to the Civil War? For nearly a century, people and politics of the northern and southern states had been clashing over issues that led to the war. Economic issues, cultural values, and the power of federal government controlling most states were some of the reasons why. But the most important was slavery in American society. Now on to question two. What were advantages that the North had entering the Civil War and what were advantages of the South? So some of the advantages that the North had were it had a larger population, a greater industrial base, a great amount of wealth and established government. But on the other hand, the South advantages were they were fighting on their own territory. They were familiar with the landscape and the Southerners could harass Northern invaders. And the military and politic objectives of the Union were much more difficult to accomplish. Now we're going to discuss question number three. Should the South have broken away from the U.S.? Please explain. My thoughts on that question are that there were a number of reasons why the South states wanted to leave. A few of the major reasons were the states' rights. The the leaders in the South wanted the states to make their own laws. Slavery. Most of the southern states had uh, economic based on their farming and felt like slave labor would help them with their farms. Something that is also equally important, we are going to move on to section number three. Um, Question number one of section number three. So basically the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment were known correctively as Civil War Amendments. They were designed to reinsure equally for um, recently um, freed slaves, and the 13th Amendment banned slavery and punished all crimes that people were owners of slaves. 14th Amendment defined citizens as any person born 
are neutralized in the uh, United States, overturning um, Dred Scott v. Stanford and Supreme Court ruling black people were not eligible for citizenship. And so now they were because of the 14th Amendment. The 15th Amendment um, prohibited um, governments from denying the U.S. citizens of writing, uh, a right to vote based on their race, color, and past solitude. Those were all the segments that we are going to be talking about today, but thank you for joining in to my podcast. I really appreciate it, and I hope you like it, and I hope you give me a...